Hello, everyone. Welcome to Deals with Heels, where female entrepreneurs thrive. I'm Deborah, And I'm Christina. And we are your hosts. And we are in the middle of our series of starting up your business. Yes, the startup key. Um, this one's about the business plan. Yes, business plan. And last episode had a lot of technical detail in it. And so hopefully this one won't be super complicated, but... Uh, if nothing else, it'll give you the idea of what needs to be in there so that you can, it'll make more sense to you maybe when you start doing it. And we're going to have to split the business plan up into two separate episodes. Oh, yes. uh, one will deal with the actual plan and the narrative and all of that. That's what we're doing today. And then the next episode will deal with your sales and financial projections, which are are going to be required if you want a bank loan. Oh, yes. So, but today we are all about the beginning part of the business plan. And they can be really um, intimidating, intimidating. But it's important to have a plan so that when things get chaotic and obstacles happen, you have a plan to look back on and it keeps you from going off course sometimes. Oh, I mean, from speaking from prior experience, um, I actually didn't do my business plan until I was halfway through. And that's why so much things are coming back now to haunt me per se, because we didn't put in the work. I did not put in the work in the beginning to make sure that the business plan was taken care of. And I am a firm believer that a business plan is a living and breathing document that you have to change and update. Things are often not what they are planned to be. Sometimes this is really true in academia. Um, wouldn't it be great if things worked the way they're supposed to in books, but real life just isn't that way. And that's the same is true for your business plan. Although I think having kind of that thought worked out of um, in basic terms, what you're going to do is going to be important. And it, it's essential if you want to try to get any form of um, financing or right? grant, anything like that. They want to see that business plan. And there are people out there that write them um, for a living and it's expensive. So if you and you're still going to have to do a ton of the legwork yourself to give them the information so that they can write it. Uh, so let's just dig in, shall we? We shall. <laughs> um, the easiest way to write your business plan is to divide it up into segments and write each part. Uh, you can do them in separate settings. Um, when you sit down today, I'm writing my executive summary, mm -hmm. um, which is the first part of your business plan. And that is the summary of what you want to do. The basic introduction to what your business plan is about to show them. Right. And so it's important that it shows that you've got everything thought out. This is what I'm going to do. This is when we would like to do it. This is what it's going to cost. And we're going to demonstrate that all throughout the business plan and through the financial projections. Mm -hmm. But tell them what it is you're doing, what your experience is, why you want to do it. Having that personal touch in it is never bad. Oh. So they get wrapped up in your story of why it's important to you that you do it, why you think it's a good idea. The 
all of that stuff is going to be detailed through. So it starts really with your executive summary. And then, I mean, knowing your mission, your vision of why you want to do this. Um, every company I've always worked for, it's their mission and their vision is what has made me stay for as long as I did in need to my areas because I believed in what they were doing. So in the same sense as when you were writing your own, you have to believe in what you are doing in, for it to, in order to become successful. You do have to believe it and it should be something that hopefully will transcend to employees mm -hmm. so that it can inspire them just like it inspired you that I really want to help them achieve this goal. And so it's important to include all of that stuff in there. Um, the next section is kind of a company overview, and that's going to talk about a little bit of what we talked about in the last episode, how you're going to organize your company how all of that's going to work, the nuts and bolts, and your management teams, your levels, all of that stuff in a general term. Um, you don't have to get all the way into how you're doing your taxes, but in general terms, we're going to be organized as an LLC with this many members. We have this many owners. Mm -hmm. These are going to be directly involved in the operations, what their duties are going to be how much authority everybody else has, all of those details line it out right there in the business plan. And then all of the people that are involved um, have a copy of it and they know kind of where everything is according to the plan. Yes. And the plan, having a plan is so important because even if you are by yourself, you don't know what the future holds in a year, in two years. You need to have that plan on how it's going to look. You, you know, no, your five year, your, I mean, I, I, I like to start, you know, obviously with a one year and then three and five. I think it's important. Things change a lot. Oh, yes. And technology changes. The market changes. Look, everybody had to redo everything when COVID happened. Yeah. So all of those plans were out the window. So being flexible about it is really important too. So we're finally to an area where we're actually going to talk about the products and services that you're going to offer. And up until now, other than a summary of it, you haven't gone into any detail because those things aren't necessarily the most important. <laughs> no. That uh, is got to be something that you like and care about. And we talked about that. But this is where you're going to detail in your business plan what you're selling, what you're doing, whether you're selling products or services what it is that you're doing. How are you going to do it? What are you going to price it? How's yeah. it going to work? And and those are huge things that, that a lot of people do not take into consideration. It's like they know in the beginning what they're going to do or how, they, but then it's like you were talking, a perfect example was the candles earlier is somebody cannot tell you the owner, like how many candles that they need to make to, yes. to do that. Like you, that's your passion, that's your vision, that's your business. You need to know how, right. how that's going and to be possible. You have to do some research. I see, a, I mean, a lot um, of people asking questions. I have my direct shipping company or I have my online store all my stuff's even handmade and I'm just not getting any traction or any sales. 
And there are marketing and advertising reasons sometimes. Sometimes it's a pricing issue, but a lot of times it's just not something that there's a lot of demand for. Mm-hmm. And this is the time when you're writing down your products and services for you to talk about why you're selling them and why you chose that, whether it's something you're passionate about, why you think it's a good thing for the market that you're in, the location that you're in. You're selling your passion and your dream. And so it's important that you choose and that you line out all the different ones. And even if you're starting, say I'm starting with these three services, but I'm going to have more, I'm going to talk about that in this area too. In the long-term plan, we're going to add these services this is how we're scaling. Yes. This is how, this is the long term. This is what we're starting with. But what does it also look potentially long term? Right. And when you anticipate, you know, by year three, we'll be launching these other services and or even after year one, whenever that is. But keep track of it because tomorrow's episode, when we do the sales projections, knowing that date mm-hmm. is going to be key for when you add services, your sales go up. So do your expenses, mm-hmm. but it yeah. adds revenue. You have to really include all of that in. So that way, when you are looking at the numbers at the end of the year, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, um, products and services, the, the, the market analysis. I mean, you have you been online? Have you checked how many people are already out there selling what you're planning on selling? Or locally in your town um how many how exactly how many places sell chicken in edmund oh yeah. I mean, that's like the joke i was like maybe oh i bet they're putting in another chicken shop uh, over that's there. yukon as well <laughs> <laughs> right it just seems like a lot of chicken restaurants it seem and so doing your research to see one is the price point you're thinking of competitive and what what is going to make you stand out from everyone else if you google we'll do the candles uh christina and i were having a conversation earlier about and i said something about candles so the let's say you're making candles those nice smelling lot last a really long time candles and you're planning on selling them for 29 dollars, and they're handmade you hand make them but when you google it there's a lot of handmade ones in there for $22. So what are you going to do? It's you have to consider why are yours going to cost more and really do an honest comparison amongst the two. And you need to be competitive on your price. Oh yes. And look at the location. What's the traffic? You can get all kinds of traffic studies from the city where your business is going. If it's a, a retail place, if you're, you know, driving traffic into any kind of a location, how much traffic goes by this place? You don't want to, yeah, it may be cheap rent for I've a reason. I've counted cars before. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I mean, if you need drive-by traffic to see that your restaurant's there and you put it off behind and you don't have any because your entrance is on an alley, mm-hmm. you're going to have to have a method of overcoming that. I'm not saying you can't do, do it. it. You need a method of overcoming it. Yes. How um, can that business stand out with, with the factors? Just exactly. You've got to 
be prepared to drive traffic in another way. And so having all of that justified and well thought out in your business plan shows that you've done your homework. And those lenders that are out there reviewing it will agree and they'll see that. But also you've done your homework and it should give you confidence in what you're doing and confidence in monitoring what your competitors and collaborators are doing so that you fit in and aren't entering into something that there's already a million of. And unless you have something that makes you very, very, but just makes you stand out, makes you different. Something about it is different, whatever that is. You know, maybe you put certain flowers in, I don't know, with the candle business, but uh, whatever that is, something that's going to make you stand out amongst your market and demonstrating that. And uh, your operations plan. How are you going to make them? Mm-hmm. How are you going to scale it? Who are you going what to hire? What is the profit and loss of making, you know, what is it costing to make one? You yeah. know, like where are you getting the cheaper product or, right. you know. Where are you buy- how are you operating? How are you making it happen? Mm-hmm. Where are you officing? Who are you hiring? How's this operation going to work? How are you doing your packaging? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Where, how's it working? And it's okay if you're officing out of your house and most of your business meetings take place in coffee shops. It sounds like I'm speaking of personal experience okay. because I am. I know a lot of small business owners that operate that very way. And I know some that have meetings in coffee shops so they can get out of the office. But whatever that business plan is, own it, believe in it, and and let it work for you. But make it well thought out. And so operationally, thinking about all of those things, how much are you going to pay the people that you hire Mm -hmm. and keeping track of those? How are you renting a place? You're going to have What is your overhead? What is your expenses? Especially for the part that's coming up tomorrow, we're going to have to know all of those numbers to put in. So where's your location going to be? How much are you going to have to pay for rent? to go in there, all of those things, if they apply to you. Yes. So all of your expenses, whether that's startup or whatever, that'll be in there. And then um, your team. So a bio about you, any of your other key um, team members that you may have other people you're partnering with. And so having their uh, information in there about who they are, their credibility, how are you capable of running this? Who's going to be in charge? Who's the person that is managing your sales part? Who's managing the, the finance part? Who's your team? And having a strong team looks good. Yes. So if you put all of those things together and you will have a really great business plan and you can go in and tweak it and add things and change costs and now how many times have somebody said, well, do you have a business plan? Oh, yeah. Can I get a copy of your business plan? Mm-hmm. So it's important to have it. And there are people out there that um, write business plans. I used to write business plans. I currently write marketing plans. But um, you got to be heavily involved. You cannot rely on someone else. And if because someone of- says they can do it and they're not, they don't spend a significant amount of time with you, talking to you about your business idea then you're going to get something generic. And that's 
especially so much now with getting a loan or going to the SBA is everything's so electronic and automated. So also it's not only putting what you want in there, but it also needs to be more the correct form and making sure you have those keywords and all of that inside your business plan. And with so much AI technology out there, and I never condone someone using AI to write all of their copy. Um, There's a lot of, of reasons why that's a bad idea. I had someone that did their whole website that way and um, Google wouldn't verify their business because it, it their whole website was written by a bot essentially. And so, but it's a great, if you don't know how to format an executive summary, mm-hmm. then you can do that and it starts and you can fill in. I think it's a great, it's um, a great template. It's, and then you fill in the necessary things that, are part of your business that only you can truly say. You only know what is in your heart, what your purpose is, how you want it to run. I mean, you can totally do that, but I guarantee you it's not going to work out to the best of your ability. And most people are starting their own business because they want to be their own boss. Mm -hmm. So why would you give control to someone else that you don't want to be your boss? Right. So, yeah, this is your chance and you're the one that has to do it. So I'm um, putting some thought into it. So you're, you're going to have to have that information if you hire someone oh, anyway. Yeah. So there's a lot of steps in there and I know they are likely intimidating, but take your time and put some thought in. Some of those sections, you may only be talking about a half a page that you're going to write about it, but it's you've thought about it and done the research and making sure it should give you peace of mind that you went through all the steps and 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 it really does going back and doing this now mm-hmm. it, it is it's a very like if I and you can kind of see as your business evolves how important it is to have that plan up front definitely okay well our fun segment coming up, which is Show Us Us Your Deals. And this segment um, is where we highlight a queen of the week, which is a female entrepreneur who has let us know something that she is proud of, that she's done. And we have chosen them um, to highlight. Uh, uh, It really comes from Christina and I's bond over high heels And we would send each other a photo of the shoe we were wearing when we did something good. Like they had power almost, you know, like Dorothy's um, ruby slippers kind of. And not saying lucky shoes or anything like that because I got to have a variety. I can't wear the same shoes every day. But we would send that photo back and forth and it was um, very uplifting and empowering for both of us. And so we want to include all of our badass female entrepreneurs in our game, so to speak. Yes. And it's it's an awesome game, guys. (laughs) So the way it works is you send us a picture of your shoe and foot in your shoe that you're wearing and... Um, You can post it on social media with a description of what your accomplishment that you're proud of is. And it it doesn't have to be something that translates to money like sales. It can be overcoming an obstacle, um, getting a grant, 
it can be a lot of things. I mean, it could be, hey, I made it this week with the, the kids and <laughs> the house is clean, you know? I mean, sometimes right. that's a huge accomplishment for you and know, a woman. That's we always seem to busy. have someone that it just fits well when something like that happens. It just fits well with. So you can email those to us as well. And that email is deals at dealswithheels.com. You can tag us in a social media post or you can use the hashtag deals, deals with heels. And we look at those. We choose somebody every week to be our queen of the week. And if you would like to be selected, please send us in. We love hearing all the stories. I love it. I love all the good Uh stuff. And this week, our queen of the week is Maria Grundy. And she owns Rugaby Designs, which is a handyman business. Oh, yes. She um, manages her husband. He's the handyman. And uh, she is the office manager and manages the business part of it. And she has, uh, she sent in awesome pictures of her heel and um, has had a pretty big accomplishment. Their sales for 2023 is up 33%. And she was able to quit her part-time job and manage that husband full-time. I love it. I, I love too. it. I love it when we can manage our husbands. <laughs> she, well, I don't have a husband. Well, but, you don't have a husband. But, but I've had a husband before. Um, he didn't manage well. Um, <laughs> but uh, Maria is such an awesome person. And how amazing to see that growth that... 33% is a lot when it, it, when it comes to the growth of your business. I mean, and, you know, they there's only so much work you can do in a day and being able to expand and get better clients and grow your business and then to not to have to go to that part-time job. That's so fantastic. Yes, that she's finally getting to do something she loves. So congratulations. Congratulations, Maria. And you can find out more information on their website, which is rugabydesigns.com, R-E-G-O-U-B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S.com. You can find a link to it in our show notes. So I encourage you to check out everything that they have available. And congratulations, Maria. You are our queen queen of of the the week. week. So our next segment is the key to accountability. And we've already kind of, you've already discussed this a little bit, and I'm just going to add to it. But breaking the business plan up into different areas um, and not doing it all in one setting can really, really help not feel so much stress and really making sure that you have that one area done and done correctly. So being able to be accountable and really research each area and Mm -hmm. put in that work of each area of that business plan and breaking it up will help you so much because then you are really looking at it from each section and really being able to dive into those mission statements and getting that structure and really like when you are making the candles, okay, how much is it when you're doing it all just to try to hurry up and get it done? It's not going to have the same effect. So I really like it when you said to break it up into smaller entities. It's not so daunting Mm -hmm. over you. What about when you when you're just completely stuck, like, I know I need to figure that out. 
but I just don't want to, and I can't make myself. <laughs> what tips about? I mean, we all have those days. Oh, yes. But I would definitely say one or two things. Call up your bestie, <laughs> you know, and I mean your bestie in this area. You mm-hmm. know, who have you met that can really help you in this area? That's why your network is so important. And that's where the mindset comes in as well is to be able to make that phone call or go and say, hey, I do need help to better understand because that's only going to make your communication, everything else better in your business because you know when you hit those hard times that you can go ask somebody that has been through that experience and sometimes just hearing their story on how they were able to get through it or a different perspective is going to help you be able to identify what you're truly missing or what the gap is in what you are missing in your business plan. Well, and if you, um, it's kind of a creative block almost. Mm -hmm. And so doing something, talking to somebody else about business sometimes can just stir up those creative juices. So that's a really good tip. Oh, yes. And I mean, we've done it before. (laughs) It it really does help to just start having those conversations and saying it out loud and it gets up into the ether and then pretty soon it will stimulate ideas and then write them down. Yes. Write them down so that when you set down to add them to your business plan, you wrote them down. You're not trying to remember it, Mm -hmm. which is what I do sometimes. So, so. My little remarkable. I take all kinds of notes on this notepad called a remarkable too. I should be an affiliate for them. You you really should, <laughs> and I'm sure you can be. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check that out. Right? Yes. Um. So, well, uh, that is uh, the end. We're getting the end of yes. this episode, and I think it had a lot of really good information. I hope everyone else does too. We will have some in-depth training on different parts of your business plan. And next week, we will talk about your sales and marketing plan and your financial projections that are included in your pro forma that you have to turn in to get loans. And let me tell you, there is nothing better than sitting down and figuring out your expenses and then figuring out how many things you got to sell to cover all of those and then having to cut some. It's a great exercise to do and in budgeting. So you'll have a budget um, put in place too. So that'll be a really good episode. And so I encourage everyone to tune in next week for that as well. Please subscribe and listen and Um, Share with your friends. Watch us on YouTube. I I am grateful for all of our YouTube viewers. And um, and we have a lot of fun stuff on there. We're going to be adding added content on it as well. Yes. So uh, also, don't forget to use the hashtag DealsWithHeels. And ladies, please show Show us your deals. deals. All right. We We did did it. it. We're out. We are out. Awesome.